on it. Well, all right. Welcome to the Made Me Watch podcast. This is episode five. I yeah. Yep. The episode five. We're five deep. We're we've moved on from one hand to two hands. We'll get toes and feet in a minute. But this is the Made Me Watch podcast. In this episode, we watched Bachelor Winter Games. Yes, we did. It was a play off of Bachelor and The Bachelor Paradise. And this one was shorter and more condensed than any of the other seasons. Uh, they filmed, whereas they filmed the other ones over a period of like two months, they filmed this over a period of two weeks. So super skeptical hippo face over here. But Leah loved it. So Leah, why don't you start us off? So Winter Games is a... a like you said, a real short, real condensed. But the difference is this is just not our normal batch nation. This is not all the Americans we know and love or despise. It is International Bachelor, so it was really cool. I feel like the preview for the first episode gave away too much because it kind of told you what was going to happen next. Yeah. And granted, it's only four episodes, but it's four two-hour episodes, the second of which is airing right now as we're recording this. I did that intentionally so that when I finish recording with you, I can go watch it and fast-forward through all the people I hate. Okay, good. So you've already established <laughs> your likes and your dislikes, who you liking and who you hating. I mean, I love Ben Higgins. Higgy is amazing. I listen to his podcast, and of course, my girl crush... The one and only Ashley Iconetti. She may cry all the time, but I love her. I listen to her podcast too. Stage five psycho. <laughs> no, yes. she's not. No, she's a stage five psycho, and it concerns me that she's your favorite. She's my favorite. But that's a whole nother discussion. Ben uh, seemed more laid back this time around. He, he wasn't really, you know, no. working the room as much as I would have expected. But yeah, he he's kind of shy, and you can tell he's still a little bit um, damaged. Yeah, interesting that he came on the show right after that he broke up with his bachelorette. Yeah, they had been broken up for about six months when he went on, and I'm not good at time, so I could be wrong. But I think part of the reason he went on is because he has a podcast with Ashley called uh, Almost Famous. Because they are almost famous, right? They, they are, I, I give them all the credit in the world. I, last night I was really kind of upset <laughs> about this, this show. I thought that the, the entire thing was, was kind of hacky. They did this whole like opening ceremony parade thing down the middle of Main Street, USA. And oh, it was yeah. just, it was, it was, it was, it was utterly absurd. ridiculous. The parade seemed like something that one of the producers got drunk <laughs> And, like, started to put together and then blacked out and thought it was a dream. And then once they realized it was already in motion, it was too late. Another instance of whoever said, that's a great idea, run with it, needs to get fired. But that's fine. It was, it, it, it did its purpose. It fulfilled its purpose because we're talking about it and because it happened, right? But I, I think the people themselves, I question all of their, their motives. 
but you gotta respect the check that they're all that they're all going for. Go lay down. But right. I, I was also kind of disappointed with the beginning of this because they spent a lot of time introducing most of the American team. And I feel like as this was made for America, we don't really need to be introduced to most of these people. Ashley Iconetti, she's on her fourth round of a Bachelor TV show. If you've watched one, you know who she is. Um, as far as that really irritating woman, Claire, I didn't know who she was. She's a little bit older from the franchise, but still, you could have done with a two-second tidbit. I'm from so-and-so season. That's all we needed. The international people, we have no introduction to them. So it would have been nice to get some flavor, some Yeah, they spent all of five seconds on that. And then they didn't even dub it. So, like, Finnish and um, Christian, who's the guy who competed on both Germany and Switzerland. Right. Those were in foreign languages. Yeah. And then they have, they've got the Japanese girl that doesn't speak a lick of English. I love her. I mean, she's she's cute, right? She's totally cute, totally spunky, totally fun to to watch. But they're not setting her up for Success. success. She's clearly a part of the show for the paycheck, which is with respect because they're all going to make. They, they don't make a lot. They're not going to get mailbox money at the end of this. They don't. The Bachelor pays Super them. skeptical hippo face. Okay. Well, I listen to a lot of their podcasts and they talk about it. They get money from at the end because they start doing like Instagram stuff and things like that. They get very little from uh, actual The Bachelor. Hmm. And it's done that way in design. So that it's not the people that are like money hungry. But they are the people that are money hungry, and they are the people like that are. I, I mean, some of them for I, sure. I mean, you can you can see you can see through a lot of their intentions. Is what I'm saying. I disagree, but that's fine. That's what life is about. Um, I mean, Chris Harrison, the producer or the host, rather, he makes bank. I'm pretty sure at this point he gets paid per word. Right. They can't fire him. Doing it for twenty. Three seasons, I think. Yeah. So. The, the, I thought it was them. cool that we saw Bachelor and Bachelorette number one. And they're the only ones that are still kicking. Krista and Ryan. Yeah. She right? was she was Bachelorette number one. Okay. Well, yeah. the, the fact that the first season is was the only successful season. That's not true. I find interesting. It's not true. They're the, they said during the episode the that they were. The longest. Okay. Because there's <clears throat> been. Um, they showed Sean and Catherine. They've been married for a couple years now. Caitlin Bristow is engaged and they're getting married. A um, couple of the Paradise relationships have turned into marriages and kids. In fact, Carly Waddell and Evan Bass had their baby today. Well, Mazel tov. I don't stalk them on Instagram. It's fine. But like Leslie, I'm less familiar with her. She started before. I- I've only been watching since Bachelor in Paradise three in nick vial's bachelor season so i've seen nick vial i've seen rachel and i i'm watching ari and then i saw bachelor in paradise three and bachelor in paradise four which was just the shit show so i'm fairly new to batch nation but i love it and i'm completely obsessed um but a couple of batch international i already have strong opinions on like which ones well as you know i am a diehard archer fan uh-huh. So there's a Canadian guy with the name Benoit. Yes. And there's this whole episode. That's the guy that was cooking, right? Yes. Which I don't know. Like It's called a yoke, bro. 
You the orange egg. No, it's called a yolk. Stop it. It's different. I don't know. Shouldn't be. I mean, the you know, different words, different countries. I guess. He bothered me. He just seemed very full of himself and then you know, with the Archer thing, anytime someone said his name, I just kept hearing balls. Because Archer did this whole thing where he met someone named Benoit, and he's like, it just sounds better with balls. So anytime someone would talk to him, they'd be like, Benoit, and he'd go, balls! <laughs> so anytime someone talked to Benoit, that was playing in my head. Yeah. That also may be why I don't that like would, him. I wish I had had that reference that would have made <laughs> the, the episode way more entertaining. Benoit, balls. Yeah, I might try to cut that clip into this episode but i don't know how to do that so it might not happen benoit balls um i also found it a little bit frustrating that there was no hot swedish men yeah they kind of went all women on the swedes they kind of did all men for american and then it was like scattered which maybe it's because they sorry maybe it's because they didn't have bachelor season in sweden maybe it was just two seasons of bachelorette but then there would be the guy because not all of those men are bachelors actually Mm -hmm. most of them were from the bachelorette season So the interesting thing about Bachelor and Bachelorette, at least in America, is the Bachelorettes are the ones with the successful relationships. For whatever reason, if you're on The Bachelor, those tend to fall apart. But the Bachelorettes kind of choose the right guy. Why do you think that is? I think there's a couple reasons. Um, I think generally the the women are a little bit older and a little bit more experienced on what they want. And they're ready. They want to get married. And I think the men kind of tend to do the whole sexual attraction thing more. Yep. Where it's, I'm so attracted Can to her. Can you blame us? I mean, no. The women on this show are ridiculously good looking. I'm a little bit excited that they have Ali from uh, New Zealand. She's cool. She is not like a size two. She's not big by any means. But the fact that she's not like rail thin makes me happy because that's not really represented very often yeah and she's just gorgeous and she has zero fucks and is just herself unapologetically and she's into which which what was the her guy's name josiah josiah who i'm unsure about i i think it, they were unfair to him to be honest and it's it seemed like there was there was just some jealousy going around the room I think a little bit of that, um, it seemed like most of the heralding of he's a bad guy was from that crazy bitch Claire. Yeah. Who I just, like, her and Benoit Balls. need to go to an island and just disappear. Like, yeah. The two of them. She She's playing both Benoit and the German guy. What's and I feel name? bad. I like the German guy. The German guy seems like a like a sweet, well-to-do guy, and she she's going from room to room, cooking with Benoit and like flirting with him and kissing him, and then she goes to the talk to Ger- the German on the couch, and then the German guy's like, "Oh, well, I you know see you talking to Benoit." And she's like, uh, "I'm not really talking to Benoit. You know, I'm I'm here. I think I'm you're. Attracted I'm, to you. I'm attracted to you." She's playing both of them. Yeah, I mean, in the end, hope usually. In the end, the people that are trying to play multiple sides get screwed. Right. So hopefully that happens with her. Um, we'll well, she see. only has two weeks. Right. Can she? Can they figure her out in two weeks? She's not very good at being devious. No. But how? how imagine being the Japanese girl. The like, thing about how do you hang out? Like you're just no. Well, the, I was talking to my coworker Violet. What's up, Violet? She's also a part of Batch Nation, and part of the reason why. Roll your eyes. Epic eye roll. (laughs) 
Um, what are you doing? I'm batching it, bro. <laughs> the girl's out for the weekend. She's going to Vegas. I'm batching it. Anyway. Yeah, batch nation, bro. <laughs> hashtag. Hey, that hashtag works really well. So she and I were talking. Hashtag batch. You do realize when we post this episode, <laughs> Batch Nation is gonna be tagged. That's fine. People are gonna come in. Hashtag after Batch. You. What's what's your Twitter handle? At XL Bracket. Yeah, that's where you come send all me. the Batch Nation hate to. Yep. Going with Nope is me. Send me some love. But we were talking about Yuki, and we were wondering, at least for the instructions of like what to do during the winter games like they did the biathlon very 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 poorly somebody has to be telling her in japanese yeah so i don't know maybe violet's great idea was that maybe she has something in her ear yeah where they're like translating they do have those things now yeah or well like just a person translating for her but she did seem like she might just be doing this to learn english because she was she was picking up quite a bit like at the end which we're you know as we do if you've listened to this podcast we don't follow the lineage of the show we jump all around but at the end when she was looking at dean and she's like dean give me rose yeah she <laughs> you handsome <laughs> I, I, I think she speaks more english than she's letting on i think so too and you know it's but probably not enough to know what a biathlon is, considering the English speakers seemed very confused by that concept. Yeah, but they they know about the biathlon in Japan. True. You know, she's probably seen it before. It's not hard to figure out. And I also don't believe that the guy from Germany has never skied before. Right. He, he totally rose his hand. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. It's, I, I can't understand how they found so many men that don't know how to ski. And the two guys, Dean and Ben, Higgy, are from Colorado. I mean, I grew up in Chicago where it's 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 flatter than a pool table and you there's no mountains anywhere. I learned how to snowboard on a trash dump up in northern Illinois, almost to Wisconsin. And <laughs> <laughs> so it just it kind of blows my mind that they were so bad at skiing. But that's, you know, that's, an, that's another conversation even the international too because like new zealand and australia they have epic snowboarding yeah sweden like, the brit girl i don't think britain has snowboarding mm, i don't know but it's pretty close jump to go somewhere cool that does but yeah that was interesting to me and it's only going to get worse tonight's episode they're trying to speed skate oh jeez. <laughs> Oh, geez. That's going to be interesting. I also liked with Luke Powell how they were like, oh, he's a soldier. He can shoot paintball versus real gun. Completely different thing to shoot. Totally different. And and I'd it, say paintball is more hard. <laughs> depending on what, what you're shooting at. And the fact that you're in skis. Well, that too. Yeah. Anyway, that whole... That, that whole drama with Josiah kind of threw off the episode and seemed really abrupt. Like a producer walked over there and said, hey, you know, we, we need you guys are having too much fun together. We need to spice up some drama. I, I think that was just more Claire. She seems kind of insane. But Claire had nothing. There, Claire wasn't even. She was the first one who said it. She, she's right. the one who I, told Allie that he had bad intentions. Right. I get that. But Claire was playing two guys. So how right. did she have enough time to play two guys and cause drama with I think Josiah? Her, I think her whole mission is to have every man in the house. 
And so anyone who's kind of interfering with that is who the target's on. Yeah, I don't know. See, she's a weird Guys dog. don't think that way. Yeah, but women are crazy. And what? <laughs> at, least, at least you admit it. But it's... Women I, are planners. And if they're devious enough, like I think Claire is, she's definitely the villain. Her and Benoit are the villain, for sure. But you start planting eggs. And she's acting like... And again, I didn't watch her season... She's acting like every Bachelor villain, where it's just like, huh? Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, but do you win the season? Is there like a winner and a loser? I mean, you get engaged or you don't. It seems to me like everybody there is having a really good time. They're all, they're all having, like, they're, like, it was interesting how they instantly paired off. Like, they, like, they had already set their eyes on it, and they already knew who they were after, and. doesn't normally happen in Paradise and things like that. So that was really interesting, because that was quick, and, like, two of the Americans, Leslie and Dean, they've never met before. Who were the ones that were making out within the first three minutes of meeting? I think that was Leslie and Dean. Okay. Josiah and Allie had the first kiss of the show. Then it was Leslie and Dean. And then it was Benoit and Claire. It was Josiah and Allie that I was yeah. I was thinking of. They were it was just super fast. But I don't you can't necessarily blame them because they only have two weeks to figure out if they want to get married or not. Well, I don't think this is ending in marriage. This show is even crazier than ninety day fiance. Oh uh, George. Oh George. yeah. George. 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 It's never a good idea to travel with 300 pounds of weed in your car. George. Across state lines. I don't think it was 300 pounds. I think it was like 23 pounds. It was still a ridiculous amount of weed. Yep. And going through Arizona of all places, everybody, every, every experienced pothead knows you do everything you can to go around Arizona and not through it. Come on, you amateur. Anyway, (laughs) he's busted. Just like his relationship, and that's all for 90 Day Fiance. It's They have a way more condensed time even than that. Right. So, But I don't think they get engaged, because even with last season of Paradise, granted last season of Paradise was a shit show, they didn't end it with, you could be engaged to this person. They kind of ended it with, do you want to continue dating this person? Well, so how are you going to date? If I'm going to date the... Australian girl, right? And she lives in Australia, but I live here in the U.S. How is that logistically going to work out? You got a little bit of tough of tougher decisions to make. True. It is a little bit weirder with the international angle. However, at least from the American side, I don't know what the freaking people in the international side do. But the American side, like, for example, Luke Pell, he's a country singer. He's on the road. He's traveling. And I think, and I'm way could be wrong but i think during his date with uh the girl whose name i can't remember and i think she was from new zealand i'm not really sure she's from new zealand or australia during their date there was music on the background and i'm like i'm pretty sure that salute pell song <laughs> well if if you're not getting paid very much they may as well promote your music yeah so he's on tour all the time um, Ashley Iconetti is just a podcaster, not just, but she's a podcaster and she covers Bachelor shows on, um, like E and EW and Cosmopolitan. She writes an article for Ben Higgins travels all the time because he owns a nonprofit that does something with coffee in Guatemala. So he's always cool. traveling down there for charity and the rest of them have pretty like non-standard jobs. 
So it's not like, with the exception of Josiah, who's an attorney in Florida, the rest of them could probably just pick up and find work or continue the work they're doing. Right on. At least for the Americans. I don't know shit about the international people because they never said what any of them did. So. (laughs) So what else? Um, do, 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 do. I'm going through my notes. I love Bibby, Bibiana. You were a fan of Bibiana, but that girl got crazy eyes. Yeah. From um, Ari's season, she was nicknamed No Chill Bibby. <laughs> <laughs> like, yelp. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty high strung. Yeah, and she, she made one comment that really frustrated me as a fan of Ben Higgins when she was. Um, so they did this weird thing, which they've never done. Instead of the traditional rose ceremony, they kind of melded with Survivor. Yeah, that was weird. And cast people off. And, of course, Chris Harrison was like, you're casting off who you don't think is here for the right reasons. Right. But really, it's just like, who irritates you? Send them home. It leads you to think that it's Josiah, because right before this is when Claire started all the drama. And a a lot of girls voted for Josiah. Yeah. They showed it, um, except for the Japanese girl who voted in Japanese. So that was perfect. God only knows who the fuck she voted for. Right. There was that, and Bibby was talking about how she was casting her vote that she likes Ben Higgins, but is he really here for love? Because he only broke up a couple months ago with his fiance. Meanwhile, the dude she's shacking up with broke up with his fiance six months ago too. So I was just like, listen, hypocrite. Yeah. Leave my Ben Higgins alone. Well, we don't live... We, we live in a hypocritical world. Truth. And Ourselves included. No, for partially, yeah. No. And the show itself. Yeah. Um, I did... Did you read that article I sent you? No. There was a journalist who's a part of Bachelor Nation who um, wrote an article where she was concerned that The Bachelor was making her dumber. And since when we started this show, four minutes in, you said, and I quote... I already feel dumber, but can you turn it up? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's it, it, but it's been disproven. Okay, fine, but it's it's not it's not time well spent. Eh, I don't think, and that's it's you know to each its own or to each their it's own. Really good stress relief and like disconnect. Totally get it. It's not my stress relief. No, and that's fine. Um, if anything, it it sends my blood pressure. Through the roof. So the show ended, we've kind of been doing like a weird little runaround of this, um, with Benoit and Christian, the guy from Germany, both of them telling Claire that she's like, the best thing ever. And Claire um, reveling in it. Like, uh, it's so nice that two guys are telling, me. are liking to my face. And it was, it was just like, go home, Claire. I want to see a death match between Claire and Crystal from Ari's season. You know what? What happened to celebrity death match? If there it was got ev- canceled. If there was ever a time in human history when celebrity death match was needed, today is it, God damn it! Something happened with they ran a show and then there was something that they did that was similar to some sort of current tragedy and even though they had made the show months before, there was enough people that complained that they got it canceled. And again, this is one of those facts that I vaguely remember and could be completely wrong and if anyone Googles and I'm wrong, let us know. Yeah, please do because we need to bring back Celebrity Deathmatch. Go Hashtag Batch Nation. Hashtag Deathmatch Nation. Sure. Hashtag Deathmatch the Batch. Hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag Deathmatch the Batch. There you go. 
I mean, some of those things should happen. There's there's a couple people that just need to, like, beat the shit out of each other in this franchise. For sure. But the other thing I found frustrating was, apparently, there's a girl named Tiffany. She's still on the show. There's a dude named Michael, who's actually an American that they did no intro in that I have no memory of. And I only knew that when they were kicking people off. And they're like, Michael, you're safe. And I'm like, who the fuck is Michael? <laughs> there's a couple of people that are like that. Where and then all of a sudden they just show up and you're like, that guy gets a vote? There was a really pretty... The sound guy? Really? Yeah. There was a really pretty African-American girl who I actually tried to look up on the website because I'm like, I know she's American. Like, what season? Was she Ari's season? And she's not even listed on the website as being on the show. So not only did they not introduce her, they didn't give her a name. They sent her home right off the bat and... I'm t- I tell you, she's a PA that walked into the first no, frame, and then they're like, you know what, we can't, can't we got to keep her. you, but we're going to send you home at the at the end of the episode. And then Jamie from Racial Season, who I did recognize, but the only time I saw him was at the elimination ceremony. I'm like, oh, you're on this show? Yeah, right. And then uh, Miracle Season, Eric went home, which was sad. I like Eric a lot. Similar to the wo- the woman from China got sent home, uh, Zoe. I think Zoe was too shy, and I think Eric was too overbearing, and it just didn't work out. However, they would make a really cute couple, but... Zoe? Zoe. She was the Chinese woman that was sent home. Right. She was just too shy. She just was uncomfortable, and you can tell. Yeah. Um, Yuki did get a rose, so... So we got another episode of Yuki. We'll keep being entertained by her. Um, in the previews, they showed that something happens between Bibby and Kevin, the guy that she's shacking up with, to make that not a thing anymore. Because in all of the previews, he's making out with Ashley. So that actually apparently is happening like tonight. So we'll find out. I'll find out. You're not going to watch ever nope. again. Tapping out. That's fine. I'll watch by myself all my, my peoples. All of my Bachelor Nation. Hashtag watch the batch. um anything else we forgot i think we pretty much covered it hashtag bachelor nation hashtag deathmatch the batch minus tag minus tag minus tag (laughs) quit tagging things don't tag me you're just being weird but i'm just gonna keep letting you going it's fine it's fine sometimes we'll 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 do that you know for a two-hour episode we only have like 20 minutes of commentary that's pretty sad well that's about it's about all we could I could suck the juice out of. To be honest, when I watched it by myself, because I watched it by myself first, and then I watched it with Bryant later, um, there were a lot of it that I fast forwarded through, like the stupid parade. Yeah, it was. It, there was. It's the just too much time. Singing. Too much time. If they could <sighs> condense it into a half hour episode, thank you, Stan. It would be more tolerable. But you definitely made me watch this. I did, and, and I have. No I will regrets. not be watching again. But thank you for introducing me to Hashtag Batch Nation. It's a great thing to be a part of. Hashtag Batch in it. Hashtag, do you even batch, bro? <laughs> oh my god. Oy. And with that, we're out. We're going to figure out what we're going to watch next week. We are going to go over it. We'll watch it. We'll post it. You guys will have your say. And we'll all go about our day. Do us a favor and rate, subscribe, all those things on your, you know, iTunes or whatever podcast app you're using. Um, follow us on Twitter. We're brand new at starting that feed, but it's uh, made me watch pod. 
Follow us on Facebook. We have a page where you can go and comment and vote and let us know. Um, Made Me Watch is the Facebook. And... So, basically, when you're batching it, and your girlfriend's in Vegas, and you got the whole weekend to do your thing, you go to the Made Me Watch podcast, you like and subscribe, and then when you get home, your girl will make you feel good because you liked our podcast. It's been real. We can't promise that. Um. (laughs) It's been fun, but it's been real fun. Goodbye! Hey, y'all. It's Leah. Um... So I tried my damnedest to get Bryant to watch another episode of Winter Games, and he refused. I also looked at this episode, don't feel like we did Bachelor Nation a lot of justice, because we were really quick with a two-hour premiere. So I'm just going to do a quick update on the second episode. Um, Bryant, like I said, didn't want to participate, so it's just me, so you're going to hear just a lot of my voice. I know, I'm sorry. I think there's worse voices to hear. I'm not really sure. Uh, So episode two started off with a quick recap of episode one. Of course, I fast forwarded through because I watched episode one. Um, I I heard a review on this show on another podcast I listened to where they talked about the international men being somewhat of a disappointment, both in general lack of personality and lack of appearance. It's not what we're kind of used to. And I do agree. Um, They just seem very stale. Uh, But one of the things this episode, what they did was speed skating, which is incredibly dangerous. And I just can't help but feel bad for whoever's like sitting in the background trying to get all the insurance in order and all the legal stuff. I just, my head always goes to that. And I'm just like, dude, quit your fucking job. Like that can't, I mean, I hope they pay that guy well. They probably don't because they're too giving too much money to Chris Harrison. But boy, so they did this speed date. And of course, Chris Harrison comes in and is like, ha ha, surprise. Winners get shit. Losers get to go again. And whoever wins that match gets the date card. So that was pretty funny. So what I learned from that is don't fuck with Sweden. The Rebecca girl from Sweden, she was pissed. But, you know, then they do that. They hand out the date cards. And, of course, Chris Harrison goes, there's a surprise for you back at the mansion. Never a good idea. And I'm aware that's not how Chris Harrison sounds. But when he does that, that's the voice my brain assigns to him. So he was just like, yeah, there's a surprise for you back at the mansion. Go. And everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And all of Team America is just like, no, 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 no. The Bachelor universe surprises are never good. And Ben Higgins even called it. He was like, oh, somebody knew. That means someone new is sitting at the house. So they walk in and there's this guy, Jordan from New Zealand. I guess he was the Bachelor. And they go into him. Um, and people that are familiar with him, so New Zealand and Australia, they're like, fuck this guy. And he kind of did no favors because he was sitting. They made this reference in the show, but he definitely was acting like a th- this was his castle and 
everybody else needed to bow down to him. Kind of as the episode went along, you kind of thought maybe that was a front or a nervous kind of like, put yourself on the top so nobody fucks with you, I guess, maybe. Um, it didn't work. And of course, he started talking to Stassi, who Stassi and Luke Pell have kind of started this weird thing. Um, and she was just trying to talk to him, asking about his season. Was he the bachelor? Was he one of the guys? What happened? What happened with the finalist? Um, and he gave his side. And meanwhile, there was a convention in the kitchen where everybody was talking and they're like, oh no, he's infamous because he chose the final girl by a coin flip. And of course, everyone gets all pissed off. They don't think that's fair or right. Like if you're not anyone, pull a Juan Pablo and pick no one. Um, I think that's what Juan Pablo did. I didn't watch his season. Kind of got the girls and the men upset. The men were quickly protective of the other women, whether they're interested in them or not. And Ben Higgins, being Ben Higgins, was just like, I'm going to go find out. And kind of interrupted his chat with Saucy. And Jordan immediately was like, I don't like bullies. Yeah. Ben Higgins is not a bully. He can never be a bully. Stop it. Um, but I mean, even when Ben started talking to him, he was just like, look, everyone fucks up. Everybody makes mistakes. Tell us what happened. And Jordan kind of spun his web and I don't know if he's being truthful or honest. He kind of seems like a, a fake arrogance. It kind to a degree, it reminds me of most recently with Ari season somewhat crystal and with Nick's season somewhat current where they're just like, I'm so perfect. And they're not, and they know it, but they put that on so they can hide their perceived imperfections and never deal with it. Um, and that's definitely what Jordan seems to be doing. But he does seem, as like I said, as the episode goes on, he does seem to let his guard down, so that's good. Um, and then, you know, they cut more and more to Saucy and Luke just being freaking adorable. You can just tell he is all goo-goo eyes for her, and she is just, I'm sorry, but she she's so pretty, but she is just all lips, and I couldn't really look any past that. I'm just like, wow, okay. But they're a cute little couple that's starting to form, and then gotta love Leslie for telling Green Dean what everybody thinks is that he needs to grow the fuck up. And while they're having this conversation, he's like, oh, you know, I'm here for you and love and blah, 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 blah. But yes, I do need to improve and grow up. And I'm working on that. Cut to like 10 seconds later where he's like, oh, maybe a new cute girl will come. Stop it, Dean. Did you not learn anything from Paradise? Then this thing with Ashley and Kevin started to happen where Kevin was talking to her, kind of feeling her out. And I just... I mean, I've already professed my love for Ashley Akinetti. I think she's great. But I love her honesty. Because if I was in her position, especially in this type of environment, I don't think I would be able to be like, yeah, I like you and only you. I think I would be like, yeah, I like you. And I hope you like me too. But if not, I'll go talk to those people, even if I didn't mean it. Honestly, I don't even know if in that situation I could be like, no, but I, I really like you. I do love how she goes straight on the crazy train, though, of like, we're going to get married. But then she also recognizes that it's crazy and is like, well, maybe. I mean, it could. It could happen. <laughs> Which she's right. Anything could happen. And I did like that Kevin went and spoke to Bibiana and quote unquote, as he said, closed the chapter. I kind of wish they would have shown that 
Because in the one-on-one with the producers with Bibiana, it almost seemed like she was somewhat still a little confused by it. But then she started talking to Jordan and they just clicked. I mean, she had a... I think her connection with Jordan was quicker than her connection with Kevin. And I think Kevin was probably even... Um, both ways, it was probably just an attraction less than an emotional. And um, towards, and I'm doing what me and Bryant usually do, skipping around the episode, but towards the end of the episode, Kevin gets stopped by Tiffany. And Tiffany's like, I didn't know you like Ashley. But obviously Tiffany doesn't see the episodes like we do. But the first night, the first person he talked to wasn't Bibby. It was Ashley. So it's like, okay, well, that's great. Y'all aren't dating. He doesn't got to tell you shit. Okay, so Claire is a douche canoe. She's the worst. She's all the bad things. Um, She's really being standoffish to both the guys that are interested in her. Not to be the wrong reasons prayed but i just don't get her purpose if she's actually here and looking for love why are you being such a bitch like i don't get it so you know she's being relentless and quote-unquote figuring it out because she can like whoever she wants and she can but don't leave people on bro so she's kind of flirting going back and forth going back and forth and her and benoit both have this heart to heart where he kind of is like you're the only one this is how i'm feeling and she gets so defensive and rude and just kind of a little bit evil like i don't like benoit i find him boring i think he's kind of cute but it just nobody deserves to be treated that way if you don't like them back the same way that's all you need to say you don't need to like rip their character like she kind of did or you know try to make them feel bad about themselves and kind of paint yourself as the victim which she does a lot and that that was infuriating like stop you're an adult you're 36 act it so of course packed up benoit packed up and went home you know he felt that he had come here for love he had met this woman he felt that connection and it was starting to go stronger and stronger she didn't feel the same way so he peaced out he was ready to go home he left totally understand um i probably would have done the same thing in his position but so you know you've got christian right and claire and christian and christian's kind of looking at this like okay now benoit's gone and it's just us and we can get one-on-one time and get to know each other and do all those things and she was talking to him about going in the hot tub and he was like yeah let's have a date at the house we'll go have dinner we'll go in the hot tub she almost like rolls her eyes it's like okay if you're not interested in him too you gotta let him know because he can make other connections he started to but he stopped because he liked you better and then it turns into this whole thing of him explaining that like in his culture if a man says i like you you can't really then go out and make on make out with another woman and so he's kind of felt like he's done what he can do and he's waiting for her to reciprocate and she's like well i always talk to you first how childish are you like really i'm gonna save that for my next argument with brian well i always text you first that's not even true but i mean come on like stop so she went on like a little tirade about that and he was explaining it to her of like how he was hurt that she didn't he he waited all night in the hot tub 
And she didn't say, oh, you know, there's too many people. I'm going to bed or let's go do this instead. She just disappeared. And he keeps saying, you were sleeping, you were sleeping. You could have told me you're going to bed. She wasn't sleeping. She was sitting in the bathtub with Leslie drinking and talking shit. And just more infuriating Claire behavior on that one. So that all happened. And I kind of feel like a lot of the problems that Christian and Claire are having are that Claire has no understanding of what a language barrier is. And it's very clear that Christian's saying things not to be an asshole, as Claire describes, but more just to try to get his point across. And he's dropping. But she has no regard for that because she's the victim, consummate victim. Going back to Ashley and Kevin, they were talking and she kept comparing him to Jared, which I'm just like, no, no, no more Jared 2.0. Stop doing that. But at the end of the day, we all compare our currents to our exes. We play that game. Um, We're all somewhat stuck in the past, but I really want it to work out between them two. I think they're cute and ridiculous and they're both insane. Sorry, that's a text message from Bryant. Um, just in case you're wondering about the reference, Young Justice. The other thing about this episode that made me really, really sad was just the fact that it's filmed in Vermont and Vermont has snow and there's nothing better than being in the snow and sitting in a hot tub. Oh, I'm so jealous. It's like 90 again today. I'm over this. So Claire went back to playing the victim to anybody who would listen. Luke and Stassi are continuing their really ridiculously adorable dating and you know the the carriage ride and all of that and it's great and um of course leslie and dean get the gr- the date where they're acting like complete kids and it's like oh, that's someone who needs a grown-up date just to have grown-up conversations um and then chris harrison comes and talks about the rose ceremony and i'm really glad they've stopped with the bachelor survivor combination and they're back to regular rose ceremonies. I know this is a short, quote-unquote, season, but it's a little bit weird how kicking people off. It just seems kind of, um, just seems kind of, like, random that the numbers they pick, like, five people, two people, four people, doesn't quite make sense to me. Uh, Claire goes on this wonderful rant about how if Christian gave her a rose, she wouldn't accept it. Bullshit! Oh, by the way, she accepts this rose. And then she doesn't apologize for it because maybe somebody better will come along. Uh, So it gets towards the end and everybody gives out their roses. And of course, there's the couples of Stassi, Luke, Ashley, Kevin, Bibby, Jordan, and Josiah and Allie are still going strong. And then there's Courtney and Lily. Basically really pulling for every couple. But I'm kind of meh about Courtney and Lily. They haven't showed much of them. Um, much of their relationship, much of their interactions. They're just kind of background noise. Like, I kind of compare them to Michael and Tiffany because I've only noticed Michael's on the show when he fell down speed skating. And Tiffany, I only really noticed when she was talking about it being unfair that Kevin liked Ashley and basically talking shit about Ashley, which, of course, I do not appreciate. So... I don't know. And then Claire going on about how she deserves better than Christian. No, no, you don't. Christian deserves better than you. And it gets towards the end of the rose ceremony. And it's down to the last two roses. And it's Ben and Michael, who, again, don't know who he is. Uh, Never watched the season he was on. Don't even know what season he was on. 
and they haven't done anything and they didn't do an intro on him so no clue i just know he's from bachelor america um of course ben is ben so ben looks at the rose looks confused unsure of what to do and then just kind of looks at everyone and good guy ben voice and goes there's somebody here who's been fighting really hard and has had nothing but an uphill battle and gives it to yuki and she's just so freaking cute and you know i feel bad for her in the sense that she's kind of i think was put on the show to be somewhat of a a joke maybe they didn't think she'd make it past the first episode because she doesn't speak english Um, and that kind of sucks because she's a great great personality and she's definitely like learning english she might not be fully understanding uh we do have a couple listeners from japan according to my little cool uh podcast map that's how i know my sorority sisters are not downloading this podcast looking at you rachel alicia and elise y'all are on my shit list until you tell me that you've heard this you too hensler sorry but we do have some users from japan that are listening to our podcast thank you if you watch bachelorette and bachelor japan could you like email us and Made me watch this at gmail.com and let us know all about Yuki because I'm so interested. And then like let us know about your Bachelor Japan. Like I want to know more. And I know they said that like only the winner kisses, but like what are the dates like? What's your Japanese Chris Harrison? I I really want to know. I'm I'm interested in the Japan version of the Bachelor more than anything else. So side note there yuki got saved and actually i think ben and yuki are kind of cute together i just think they're both like really personable and they're both really adorable and they're both just happy Um, and they both seem to actually care about people and want the best for everyone so i like that um and then it goes to michael and michael saves tiffany so he saved the girl that's just going to try to fuck up the relationship between Kevin and Ashley. So boo. And then, yeah, it ends with Claire getting her fucking rose that she doesn't deserve. I really wish they would have saved Rebecca from Sweden. She seemed fun to watch in the short time. And honestly, I think she probably would have been a good match for Christian. When you think you have a connection with someone, you're going to go choose them, even if everything and everyone is telling you not to. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happened. So, yeah. Well, this episode's gotten a little bit longer. We're still probably not doing The Bachelor much justice because I would listen to quite a few Bachelor podcasts and the super fans just got it. Uh, going over our social media again i know we kind of cut it off with me and bryant but if you want to send us an email it's made me watch this at gmail.com please join our facebook and page um comment tell us what to watch uh, made me watch on facebook rate and subscribe on itunes please we need the love um or your podcast app whatever it may be google play uh pocket casts which is my preferred favorite and then we're somewhat on instagram posting a couple pictures here and there at made me watch and we are on twitter at i really wanted all these things to be uniform but unfortunately there's another podcast that um beat me to the punch so i'm sorry our twitter is made me watch pod 
Um, so please check us out. Follow us. Send us ideas, complaints. Um, tell me how many Bachelor facts I got wrong. In the show notes, I'm going to post the article I referenced earlier with The Bachelor Isn't Making You Dumb. Um, I just thought it was a really interesting article. I'm also going to post some of my favorite Bachelor critics, people that tweet about them, their Twitter feeds. Um, Amy Kaufman is a LA Times author who's amazing, and she's actually literally wrote the book on Bachelor Nation. It's coming out in March, I believe. I've pre-ordered it. Uh, But as someone who loves to write, I love good writers. And Amy Kaufman does an amazing amazing, um, job at at LA Times. She also tweets a lot about The Bachelor, so she's a good follow. So I'll put her information. Just for record, I don't actually know her. I have no communications with her, but I just follow her and she's great. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Give us suggestions of what to watch next. And I hope you guys are enjoying this. Have a good one. Okay, bye-bye. Got the drink in me going back to back. Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers.